Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Brand Market Flourish podcast. If you've been thinking about adding digital products to your business or you're looking to explore ways in which you can scale your service-based business, then keep listening because this episode is for you. Hey, welcome to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm your host, Louise Rowland. I'm a brand and marketing strategist and designer and the owner of Fluir Online. Here on the Brand Market Flourish podcast, I'll bring you actionable tips and advice on all things branding, marketing and business so you can build your own flourishing online brand. Using my 15 plus years experience in marketing, coupled with my passion for building brands online, my mission is to help and support as many female online business owners as possible in building a brand that stands out and books out. I know you're destined for greatness and I want to be the one to help you achieve it. Imagine how it would feel waking up every day with a clear vision for your business. Amazing, right? So sit back, grab a cup of tea or a gin if you prefer and get ready to take notes. Let's dive in. I want to start by saying that I truly believe that there is a time and a place in your business journey for digital products. If you're listening to this and you're a service provider who isn't yet booking clients consistently, then I'd strongly recommend that you keep working with clients one-to-one until you are at a point in your business where you have consistent clients and consistent income. It's often thought that setting higher ticket offers is harder and more work than setting lower ticket offers, but that really isn't the case. The amount of work that you put into either of these two things is exactly the same. The difference is that you only need to book one high ticket client instead of trying to sell, let's say, 50 of your lower ticket product. However, if you are at a point in your business where you're booking clients consistently and you feel that you are approaching or are already at maximum capacity with your one-to-one clients, then this is your time. Before we start, I want to let you know that at the time this episode goes live, I am currently accepting applications for the Expand Your Brand Mastermind. This mastermind has been created to support done-for-you service providers who are either at capacity with one-to-one client work, consistently booking one-to-one clients, or just feeling overwhelmed and burnt out with done-for-you offerings. Over a period of six months, we're going to work together to package up your expertise into digital products so that you can expand your impact and your income without needing to find more hours in the day. That's what we all want, right? This mastermind is also for you if you already have a digital product shop, but you are not seeing the traction you'd hoped for. I created my digital product shop two years ago this month, and I've never looked back. I've since helped many service providers create and launch their digital products on a one-to-one basis, and now I plan on doing exactly the same thing with the Expand Your Brand Mastermind. To find out more about Expand Your Brand, visit flayeronline.com forward slash mastermind or check out the link in the show notes. We start in September, but there are some early bird bonuses for you action takers out there, so don't hang around too long. Let's get started with the episode, shall we? It's likely there will come a time in your business when you're going to want to scale. Now, I know this isn't always going to be the case, and some business owners are happy maintaining consistent pace in their business without needing to scale. They're happy with seeing that steady income coming in, and they're not looking to scale the business. And that's absolutely fine. However, for those of you who are nearing capacity with your done-for-you offers, you might be thinking about how you can expand your brand without having to find more hours in the day. 
There are two obvious ways in which you can scale your service-based business. The first is via an agency model. So this means that you're going to hire in contractors or in-house employees to work in your business so that you can take on more clients. So for example, if you are a branding and website designer, then you may look to hire a developer in your business. You may look to hire junior designers to work underneath you. So you're not doing all that work yourself and you can then take on more clients. However, I know the agency model isn't for everyone, which leads me on to the second way to scale. And that is through digital products, which is what we're going to be talking about today. Digital products are an amazing addition to your service-based business for many reasons. And let's take a look at what some of those reasons are. The first is it expands your impact. Let's face it, you only have so much time that you can and want to work. This means that the amount of clients that you take on is limited. You can't work with everyone, but also there'll be people in your audience who aren't quite ready to work with you on a one-to-one basis just yet. And it's likely that these people will be newer to business and are unable to invest, but they still need your help. By packaging up your expertise into a digital product, you are able to help them for where they're at right now. The second is it allows you to expand your income. So once you have reached capacity with done-for-you client work, you also reach a ceiling limit in terms of your income. Yes, you can increase your pricing, but you can only do that so much before you run the risk of being priced out of the market. Digital products have no limit in terms of the amount of money that you can make. The initial investment is in the time that it takes to create the product, but then once it's done, it's a case of marketing it and dealing with customer service. So you're not having to trade time for money. Also, how many times have you had a discovery call with someone and then they turn around and say that they can't afford the investment? I hear that so much of my clients, that they have these discovery calls, yet the people they're speaking to aren't quite ready to work with them just yet. They're too early on in their business. How many times have you connected with someone on Instagram who'd love to work with you and then you find out again that they are so new to business? And I'm guessing a lot of times. Wouldn't it be great if instead of simply parting ways with that person, you could direct them to a product that would be a better fit for where they're at right now, a product that helps them and prepares them for when they're ready to work with you one-to-one. The third benefit is that it frees up more time in your business. It creates more freedom. By building digital products into your business, you can have more freedom over your time. So once you've built up the digital product side of your business to a point where it's bringing in a regular source of income, you can then be more flexible with your time without feeling like you need to be chained to your desk nine to five, five days a week. Because let's face it, we didn't build our own businesses to work 40, 50, 60 hours a week. We built our businesses so that we can have more freedom and digital products allow you that freedom. The fourth benefit is that you can choose to work with absolute dream clients. You can be selective with who you work with one-to-one. We have all had nightmare clients, clients that don't respect our time, clients that we just haven't clicked with, and clients who expect us to go beyond the scope of the project. We've all been there. By adding a digital product revenue stream into your business, you're not relying on one-to-one work as your only source of income. This means that you can be more picky with who you work with. This means that you can work with absolute dream clients and say no to the ones that don't feel like a good fit because you know that you don't necessarily need the money right now and you can save that space for a dream client to come along. 
So as you can see, there are so many benefits to creating digital products in your business. And even if you go down the agency route where you hire more team members so that you can take on more clients, there is nothing stopping you from adding digital products to your business as well. Now we've talked about the benefits of digital products, let's dive into how you can turn your service into a digital product. The first step is to brainstorm some digital product ideas. Now, I know it seems obvious, but this really is the first step to actually creating your digital product is to brainstorm a list of ideas that you can create. So if you haven't got any ideas in your head right now, then really start to think about what you can actually create. And if you do have lots of ideas in your head, write them down. More often than not, your digital product is usually the first step or the first few steps in your customer journey. So with this in mind, have a think about what your ideal clients might need before they start working with you. You can also ask yourself some of these questions. What do you help your clients with on a one-to-one basis? What are you often asked to help people with, but you don't have the capacity to do so? Do you want to mentor others in your industry with your knowledge of doing what you do? What steps come before working with you one-to-one? What do new business owners need when they are first starting out but have little budget to invest? By answering these questions, I can guarantee that some ideas will come to mind. And to help you even further with those ideas, I'm going to give you some examples to get you started. So if you are a branding and website designer, then it's likely that your ideal clients for custom design work will be a couple of years into their business and they won't be in the early stages. Therefore, think about what you can do to support those who aren't quite ready to invest in custom design just yet. Think about what you can do to support those who are just starting out or who are in those first one to two years of business. So they still need a brand identity, but they might just have to do it themselves rather than paying someone to do it for them. So you could create brand identity templates, website templates, a DIY your brand course, a brand strategy workbook. There are so many options to choose from and all of these options will support businesses who want to invest in their brand identity and website but aren't ready for a larger investment yet. If you're a social media manager who works with clients managing their social media accounts, then you're going to have a lot of knowledge around social media, what works, what doesn't, and what people need when they're first getting started. So you could create social media templates, a course around a particular social media platform, caption templates. Again, there are lots of things that you can create to support those that are earlier on in business. Another option, if you are a copywriter, for example, and you help business owners with their brand messaging and website copy, You can create templates or a course to help them with their brand messaging so that they can do it themselves when they're just starting out. You could provide prompt templates for website copy. You could even go one step further and collaborate with website designers who sell website templates and create some form of partnership there too. So if you've got these prompt templates that help people write the website copy, you can collaborate with other website designers and you can really kind of work together and utilize both of your audiences. So there are so many opportunities when it comes to digital products. It's just about thinking, what is the step or the steps before a client works with you one-to-one and then creating a product to help your audience with that. The second is to validate your idea with market research. So once you've come up with some ideas, it's time to validate your idea using market research. Market research is essential when it comes to creating something new because you don't know if your audience is interested in the new products you're creating. 
if you don't do any market research around your product, then you may find that it's not actually what they need or want, and they actually want something different. And there's nothing worse than spending all that time and potentially money creating your product only for it to fall completely flat when you launch. There are many ways that you can do market research. A popular way is to use Instagram stories. So Instagram stories is the easiest way to do market research if you have that audience there. So using the polls, the quiz, the scale features on stories, like all those stickers that you've got, all those options that you've got on Instagram stories, really gives your audience an easy way to interact with your survey, meaning you get quicker responses and you get more of them. One thing that I find doesn't work so well with Instagram stories is using the question box. So actually asking people to fill in answers doesn't tend to work so well. So I like to give people options for them to choose from. You can also create a survey using something like Google Forms or Typeform and send it to your email list or share it in your Instagram bio. Another way is to do market research via Facebook groups. So find some Facebook groups where your idle clients are hanging out and either use the search bar to kind of look at those keywords and see what questions people are asking, see what people are asking for, or actually go in there if it's allowed and ask those questions yourself. Once you've done that, to expand upon your market research even further, you could do some market research calls with people who actually completed your surveys so that you can expand on those responses in more detail. And you're going to be surprised at how many people are willing to do this. Like I love having market research calls in my business. They're always so valuable and people are always so welcoming and open to having these calls. Um, I like to offer some support in exchange for their time. So we will have, let's say, a 45-minute call and then the first half an hour or the first half of the, set of the call will be me answer, asking them some questions about the specific subject in mind. And then the other half will be me helping them with the topics that I'll be coaching, consulting, mentoring them on a specific topic or struggle that they're having in their business. So once you've got some ideas and you've done your market research, and you've validated that idea through market research, you're going to want to set up a waiting list. So step three is to set up a waiting list. And the sooner you can build a wait list of people who are interested in the product, the better. Now, your wait list doesn't have to be anything fancy. All you're going to need is a simple landing page with a bit of information on your product and then a form that's connected to your email marketing platform. You're then going to want at least one automated email done via your email marketing system, thanking them for joining the waitlist and giving them any more information, perhaps when you're planning to launch this product. Um, and like I say, just thanking them for being on your waitlist so they actually know that they've actually signed up to the waitlist and they've got that confirmation there. The key with creating a waitlist is not to set it and forget it. You need to keep those people on the waitlist warm. So create a plan to check in with them from time to time to keep them updated. You can also share behind the scenes of your with your waitlist so they can see how your digital product is coming along and they can share in your excitement as well. And that really helps to build up that hype to those people on your waitlist and keep them warm whilst you're building that product. So once you've done all of those things, you really need to be focusing on or alongside doing all of those things, you need to be focusing on building and growing your audience. 
Launching a digital product without having an audience primed and ready to buy is a recipe for disaster. So often I'll see business owners introduce a digital product too early on in their business and it won't do well because they haven't got the audience there yet. And I know how disheartening that can be if you put all of your time and energy and you're so excited about this product and then you put it out there into the world and no one buys. And it's usually because they've done it too early. Sometimes there's a mess, like there are lots of different reasons people don't buy, but a common thing that I see is that they're just launching their shop too early and they haven't got that audience there. And that's why with the Expand Your Brand Mastermind, I bring in my marketing background to really help you to build and grow your audience before you actually launch your digital product. So and that's the reason why it's six months as well, because I want to give you a decent amount of time to build your audience, to warm them up, to prime them so they are ready to buy. So you want to spend some time, I recommend around eight to 12 weeks warming up your audience. And the marketing strategies that you use to do this are entirely up to you and all depend on the amount of time team members you have, where you feel comfortable marketing yourself. Like, There's different ways to build your audience. And like I say, it really kind of depends on your business and the strategies that you want to use in your business. When you're creating the marketing plan to support your launch, be sure that it's relevant to the product you're creating. And the easiest way to do this is to map out exactly what your digital product is going to look like. If it's a template shop, ask yourself who it's for and what templates are going to be included. If it's a course, create an outline of the course, including the modules and lessons that are going to be inside. You're also going to want to create an ideal client profile specifically for your product that details their goals, their pain points, their hesitations, their motivational triggers, as well as basic demographic information, such as gender, if applicable, age, location, and things like that. The next thing you're going to want to do is pre-sell your product. The best way to ensure that you don't spend a lot of time creating your product only for it to fall flat is to pre-sell it. And this is going to look different depending on what you're creating. For example, if you're creating website templates or templates in general, then you could share the mock-ups of these templates with your waitlist and your audience before you build them out. If you're creating a course, then you'd give them an overview of the outline of the modules that's going to be included, but you'd sell, you'd pre-sell spots on the course and then you'd drip feed out the content or you'd let them know that it's going to be coming in a month or two months time. And pre-selling is a great way to generate income and interest in your product. So you're essentially being paid to create it. So you put your product out there, you've pre-sold the spots, you've validated your idea with the pre-selling and the market research, you've got that money coming in, and now you've got the time to actually create your product. Which leads me on to number six, creating your digital product. Provided you've managed to pre-sell your product and it's worth your while, So you haven't just sold one spot on the course, you've sold a decent number of spots to really make it worth your while. It's now time to create it. Now, this is going to look different depending on what your digital product is. If it's a course, then you're going to need to write out your lessons, create your slides, record your videos and things like that. You also need to choose a platform to host your course as well. If you're selling templates, then you're going to need to build out these templates ready to send to those who pre-bought. And with those templates, you might have some videos just showing your customers how to use the templates, 
um, and just some other bits and pieces to go alongside that to really enhance that customer experience. So once you've got that product into the hands of those people who have pre-bought your product, you want to listen to the feedback from those people and you take that to improve your digital product before you actually launch it to the public. So when pre-selling your product, it's important to make sure and make your audience aware that they are getting a discounted price in exchange for their feedback and testimonials. They will, of course, receive updates to the product as it's further developed. So they won't be only getting a first version. They will have lifetime access to the product. So, for example, like I say, if it is a course and they're getting the beta round, let them know they're then going to get the rounds when you then listen to their feedback and you improve the course and you change things as things go on further down the line. So you want to be sending out feedback surveys to people who have purchased and take on board what they're saying because you want to use this information to make improvements to your product ready for the official launch. So once you've done all this and you're happy with the product you've created, you've pre-sold those sparks, you've built out your product, it's time to launch your digital product. So it's officially ready to be launched and put out there into the world. By this point, you're gonna have spent time warming up your audience as they are primed and ready to buy. You're going to have a product that you know people need and you're going to have testimonials so the social proof is there as well which is really important there is so much i can say about launching a digital product but i'm going to save that for another episode because i really think that deserves one of its very own so the final thing i want to touch upon is what to do after you've launched your product and that is to continue consistently marketing yourself and marketing your offers so it's really important that you don't stop marketing as soon as you've launched. And this is especially true with digital products. So for example, with my website template shop, um, obviously these templates are always available. So I need to be continually marketing my shop in order to see the growth and to see those sales continually coming in. And there are many ways in which you can do this, but a really great way is by turning your customers into your biggest fans. So create an affiliate program and share with them a percentage of that sale for every sale they send your way you give them a percentage they're essentially doing the work for you they are shouting about the product they are previous customers they love the product and it's a really great way of touching tapping into their audience as well and utilizing them because they're going to want to shout about it they love the product and i will do a, another episode around creating an affiliate program for your digital product in the future as well. Before I wrap up this episode, I want to talk about a common worry that I hear from people who want to create digital products. That is that they fear their product will distract customers from their higher level offerings, meaning they won't get as many one-to-one -one clients. This is a common thing I hear, and it's a common mindset block that I hear when people want to create a digital product they want to create a course but they still want to work with people one-to-one -one, and they're worried that it's going to detract and deflect away from the value of their one-to-one -one offerings and I can assure you this definitely is not the case in fact it can actually work to increase interest in your one-to-one -one client spots as those who have purchased from you before are far more likely to come back and work with you again so again, if you are a copywriter and you've created a course around brand messaging and then someone is now at the stage in the business where they want to 
hire someone to help them develop their brand messaging even further and to write their website copy, you're going to be the first person they think of because they've loved your course, they've loved the value you've given them so far, and then they're going to want to come back to you for actual custom one-to-one work. Now, if you're a done-for-you service provider and you're ready to expand your impact and your income by packaging up your expertise into digital products, then I would love to invite you to apply for the Expand Your Brand Mastermind. This mastermind runs for six months from September and has been designed to support service-based business owners in scaling their business through digital products. I'm bringing together a group of women who are all on the same path to the same end goal, and that is to create more freedom in their business, to expand their impact in their industry, to work less and make more. If this sounds like you, visit flowyouronline.com forward slash mastermind or click on the links in the show notes. And if you're listening to this episode soon after it's gone live, then you can save £500 or $700 if you join before the 31st of July. Thank you so much again for listening. I'll be back next Wednesday with a brand new episode of the Brand Market Flourish podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the Brand Market Flourish podcast. I'm so happy that you joined me. If you've enjoyed this episode, then I would love for you to subscribe on your favorite podcast app. I would also appreciate it so much if you would share it with a friend, shout about it on social media, or leave a review over on Apple Podcasts. I love hearing from listeners to the podcast, so do say hi over on Instagram at Fluya Online. Thanks again. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. <laughs>